G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. Today, Pastor Greg Laurie describes his perspective in seeking to serve the Lord with commitment and without reservation. It's been said, some people are setting the world on fire while others are still looking for a match. God chooses to work when we apply our faith in Him. So it's a willingness to take steps of faith. Listen, it's a willingness to even potentially fail. But I would rather try and fail than never try at all. This is the day when the lost are found. This is the day for a new beginning. Amazing grace, how sweet the sound. Again you hear all the angels are singing. This is the day, the day when life begins. Leaders of large organizations are often asked how they got to where they are as if they stepped right up to the top position. Well, the answer is often, start small. Start leading and see if anyone follows. And when a few do, then keep at it. Work hard, have faith and seek God's will. Well, today on A New Beginning, Pastor Greg Laurie recalls the development of Harvest Ministries as he and his congregation celebrate 50 years of teaching God's Word to God's people. message I'd like to share with you with the title, Reflecting on the Past, Preparing for the Future. So yes, we're celebrating 50 years as a church. Uh, The historical backdrop is worth noting. It was 1973 and Richard Nixon was our president. We were leaving Vietnam. The U.S. participation in the Vietnam War was coming to a close. Roe v. Wade was passed by the Supreme Court. Uh, The World Trade Center officially opened in New York City. The top TV shows were All in the Family, The Waltons, and Sanford and Son. And uh, one of the big songs on the Billboard charts was Bad, Bad Leroy Brown. How many of you remember that song? You're old, okay. (laughs) The top movie in the theaters, ironically, was The Exorcist, of all things. And Harvest Christian Fellowship was born. Now, it's hard to pinpoint exactly in time when we were born because before we were a church, we were a little Bible study of young people. So the way it happened, and you've seen the Jesus Revolution movie, you have a sense of it, but I used to hang around at Calvary Chapel of Costa Mesa. I was 18 years old. I had my drawing board set up and I would draw my cartoons and all that. And uh, the pastors were all there and they were all about nine to 10 years older than me. And one day there was a discussion in this room and the discussion was, who's gonna go to Riverside this week? Now, this Bible study in Riverside at All Saints Episcopal Church was started by Lonnie Frisbee, who was a youth pastor at Calvary Costa Mesa. I went up with them a few times there and it was around 300 young people attending. Then Lonnie moved away, and so it was being handed around to different Calvary Chapel pastors. So who's gonna go this week? One said, well, I went last week. I don't wanna go again this week. Another said, well, I'm going next week, so I don't wanna go this week. 
No one wanted to do it. And I said, I'll go. <laughs> and I went up and when I arrived in Riverside uh, in my trusty old beat up Corvair. Uh, I went up to one of the elders that was there and they said, hi, I'm Greg Laurie from Calvary Chapel. I'm here to speak tonight. And he says, no one told me you were coming. Well, I'm here to speak. He says, well, I don't know that you're here to speak. I, why don't you just go sit over there and I'll let you know. Okay, so I sat there and waited. Well, no one else showed up because I was there to speak and I spoke that night. Then I went back the next week and after a while, I was starting to grow this little Bible study. So I'm probably around 19 and um, these kids start calling me Pastor Greg. I'm thinking, I can't be their pastor. I've only been a Christian two years. And I, I know so little. And I was looking for someone to take it over. No one wanted to take it over. So it began to dawn on me that we were becoming a church. We were doing a startup church when I'd never even heard of a startup church. And uh, so it was a little Bible study that turned into a church that eventually got our own property and then we fast forward to today and here we are. But as I look back over the years, two words sort of pop out to me. One is faithfulness and the other is faith. On the part of God, it's been His faithfulness to us and on our part, it's been a willingness to take steps of faith. First, there's the faithfulness of God. Over the years, we've weathered mighty storms. We've withstood withering attacks from the enemy. But as Jesus promised to the church, you are the church and the gates of hell shall not prevail against you. God has been faithful to us to protect us and to guide us and to provide for us each step of the way. Second Thessalonians 3.3 says, the Lord is faithful. He will establish you and guard you against the evil one. And God's done that for us. Lamentations 3.22, the steadfast love of the Lord never ceases. His mercies never come to an end. Great is your faithfulness. And we have found that to be true. And God called us to start this church and we've watched it grow and we give him the glory. But that brings us to the faith part. If I were to sum up what we've done all these years in one word, it would be faith. We took steps of faith. You see, faith is seeing something before it has actually happened. It's been said faith builds a bridge from this world to the next. I don't claim any special revelations from God as to how this all came about. I never had a detailed blueprint of where it was going to lead. But I can say along with scripture, as it says in Psalm 16:5, the lines have fallen for me in pleasant places. I have a beautiful inheritance. Does that make sense? The lines have fallen in pleasant places. Sometimes in life, especially when you're younger, things happen to you that make no sense. Why did God let this happen? Why didn't God let that happen? This doesn't make sense to me now, but then you know what 2020 hindsight is you get further down life's road. I mean really further down life's road, way down in the shadow where the light isn't. And then you look back on your life, you can see that God has been in control all the time. And the lines have fallen for you in pleasant places. And indeed, Romans 8, 28 has been true for you that all things have worked together for good to those that love God. And so what is faith? We say use faith, have faith, apply faith. Well, what is faith? According to the Bible, Hebrews 11, 1, faith is a substance of things hoped for. It's the evidence of things not seen. 
as the New Living Translation puts it, what is faith? It's a confident assurance that what we hope for is going to happen. It's the evidence of things we cannot yet see. Augustine said, quote, faith is to believe what we do not see and the reward of this faith is to see what we believe, end quote. See, faith is not mere intellectual assent, it's also action. Faith is belief plus action. It's believing God even when the odds are against you. It's taking risks. And where do we get faith? The Bible says, faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So when I read the Bible, when I study scripture, when I memorize the words of this book, my faith will get stronger. And that is why we have always given place to Bible study in all of our services. This is why we always say, bring your Bible with you. And we believe that God's word is powerful. I don't have to make it relevant. The Bible is relevant. I just need to proclaim it and let God's word do what it does best. Change lives as it is moved in our hearts by the Holy Spirit. Thanks for joining us for A New Beginning with Pastor Greg Laurie. Today, in a special message, Pastor Greg is highlighting the past 50 years of ministry of Harvest Christian Fellowship and Harvest Ministries. It's a celebration of what God's done and continues to do. So when we started, we were using the cutting-edge technology of the day. It was something called the cassette tape. And nowadays that seems so silly, cassette tape, but think how revolutionary it was then. Uh, if you wanted to listen to music, you got it on an album. And then there was an eight track, but now here's this cassette tape. Not only can you listen to something on it, but you can record on it yourself. So this was a way we got the word of God out. And then as time has passed, new platforms come our way and you have CDs and then you have streaming and, and all the things that we're using today. And then over the years, we branched out into different things. I think we were one of the first churches, if not the first church, to have a Sunday morning live service on the internet. And uh, I know for our crusades, we were among the first to use it as a gospel communication device. And now we've gotten into films and we've seen how God can use these films. Uh, the Jesus Revolution film has already reached around 25 million people, if not more. And isn't that amazing? We know that ultimately it will probably reach around 100 million people. And last year alone we saw 72,000 professions of faith. Last year alone, through all of our outreach ministries. Here's a mind-blowing stat. With all the platforms that are out there, where we've used radio and television, we do these one-minute messages on CNN and Fox News. Those have reached hundreds of thousands of people and people have responded and accepted Christ watching them after watching a one minute presentation of the gospel. But all of our platforms combined together has enabled us in last year to reach an audience, I'm not making this up, one billion people last year. Okay, isn't that amazing? Uh, we've been looking at all the people who have made professions of faith over the last 50 years. In the Harvest Crusades alone, it's around 600,000. If you add in the numbers from our many, many church services and people responding to our various 
ministries that we have out there, we can say with complete confidence without any exaggeration that over the last 50 years, we have seen one million professions of faith. I think realistically, it could almost be double that number. But God knows and we're thankful because the Bible says that there's joy in heaven over one sinner that comes to repentance. So we give God the glory for all of these things. So we built our ministry on the principles of Acts 2.42 to 47. And there we read, they continued steadfastly in the apostles' doctrine and fellowship and the breaking of bread and prayers continuing daily with one accord in the temple and breaking bread from house to house, praising God and having favor with all the people. And the Lord added to the church daily those who were being saved. So we've summed it up in an acronym. Well, W-E-L-L. The early church, our church, operates off of this acronym. W, they were a worshiping church. We've always given an important place to worship in our services starting with literally me standing up with a microphone, leading worship a cappella. How sad that was. <laughs> but we had a limited budget. Okay, so. so then we moved on to guitars and bands and all the great songs that have come throughout the years. So, you know, worshiping the Lord, a worshiping church, but then E stands for an evangelistic church. This is so important. Because some churches grow by church transfer growth. In other words, we don't like this church anymore. We're coming to your church. Okay, fine. But I think the best kind of growth in a church is evangelistic growth. And by that I mean people coming to Christ in the church. Because, because new believers are the lifeblood of the church. You show me a church that doesn't have a constant flow of new believers coming in and I will show you a church that is beginning to stagnate. So we have a choice before us. We can evangelize or we can fossilize. I prefer the former over the latter. So we've always given prominence to that. And as you know, we give invitations in our services all the time for people to come to Christ and they do. So an evangelistic church. Worshiping, W. E, evangelistic, L, number one, a learning church. That's why we always study the Bible together. And lastly, L, a loving church. We've always wanted to be a place where people can feel loved, where they can feel they belong. So it's been done by faith. And you know what? Faith can make the difference between something happening or not happening. God chooses to work when we apply our faith in Him. When the Lord directed the children of Israel to cross over the Jordan River, they had to first get their feet wet. They had to take that step of faith. It didn't part first. First they got in, and then the waters parted for them. When fire came down on Mount Carmel, when Elijah was facing off with the prophets of Baal, first Elijah had to pray. Jesus could have healed everyone everywhere with just a word. Imagine, Jesus could have said, I'm Jesus. And on the count of three, everyone is healed. And they would have been. But that's not how he worked, is it? He waited for someone to call out to him. Like blind Bartimaeus that heard Jesus was coming up the road. And he said, son of David, have mercy on me. They said, shh, quiet down. You're making too much noise. Son of David, have mercy on me. And Jesus stopped and healed him. Or that woman 
who had that medical problem where she continually was bleeding and she touched Jesus and she was healed. Both instances of faith being applied. See, when we don't reach out to God in faith, not much happens. It's been said, some people are setting the world on fire while others are still looking for a match. That's a good quote, isn't it? That's not original to me. Some people are setting the world on fire while others are looking for a match. So it's a willingness to take steps of faith. Listen, it's a willingness to even potentially fail. But I would rather try and fail than never try at all. And just say, let's see what the Lord will do. Pastor Greg Laurie giving his perspective on the past 50 years of serving God through Harvest Ministries. And he has more to share next time as this presentation continues here on A New Beginning. Now, maybe you were surprised that this ministry has seen a million people make professions of faith in Christ. So where do you stand in your relationship with the Lord? Maybe you're feeling you need to make things right with God like so many people have over the years. Pastor Greg would like to help you today, too. He's only a prayer way, which means if you will call upon the name of the Lord right now through prayer, He will hear your prayer and answer your prayer. Listen, if you want Jesus Christ to come into your life, if you want Him to forgive you of your sin, if you want to know that you'll go to heaven when you die, just pray this prayer right now after me. Just pray, Lord Jesus, I know that I'm a sinner, but I know that you're the Savior who died on the cross for my sin and rose again from the dead. I turn from my sin now, and I choose to follow you. From this moment forward, as my Savior and Lord, as my God and my friend, in Jesus' name I pray, amen. Amen. And if you have just prayed that prayer and you've made those words sincerely, we want to welcome you into the family of God. And let us help you get started walking each day with the Lord. We can send you Pastor Greg's New Believers Growth Pack. Just ask for it when you call 1-800-PRAY-FOR-ME. That's 1-800-772-936. And the team would love to pray with you too. Call 1-800-772-936 today. Next time, more insights about the faithfulness of the Lord in our most challenging times. Hope you can join us next time for A New Beginning. Today's message from Pastor Greg Laurie was called Reflecting on the Past, Preparing for the Future. If you'd like to listen again, just download the free Vision Christian Media app where it's available as a podcast, along with more inspiring Christian content. Just search your app store for Vision Christian Media. Station sponsor. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.